This is Femoir the Podcast, episode 61, and today we're talking about patience. This is Femme the Podcast, and I am Brianna Hansen, and as always, I'm glad you're listening. Um, the, the topic, the theme of today is patience. Uh, it is, I think I've talked about this a little bit before, but if you're just joining us, I, first of all, I always say us, and it's just me, but I feel like I'm talking to someone, so I'm going to make it an us, to you, I'm talking to you, I am. I don't always know who you are in the exact moment, but, um, but I make believe that people are listening, and and some do, and you do. Um, so I always say yes. But also, I come up with like themes a lot of times far in advance and uh, that I want to talk about or that I want to touch on or whatever. And uh, the theme that I wanted to touch on this week originally, I remember why I wanted to talk about it. And I remember what sparked in my life the inspiration to talk about it. Um, but that's not what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Sometimes that particular theme is going to be down the road for when there's a neutral week, basically, or when there's a week that, you know, um, that there's not something so pressing that I, w- I want to talk about. Sometimes in, you know, our world and my world and anyone's world, there's, so, there's something going on in the environment that is so, um, so present, so prevalent that you kind of can't think about almost anything else. Uh, and so that happened to me uh, this week and there's there's just something that is uh you know I'm working through (laughs) uh and there's always something everyone's working through but there's something like really specific on my mind and and I I realized like I couldn't kind of make the theme this week not at least in some way be me working through what one of the issues is with that so so patience is the theme because there's a lot of things I'm good at friends. There's a lot of things I'm really good at. Uh, I'm really good at smiling uh, when I don't want to. I'm really good at suppressing emotion. I'm also really good at making people laugh. I'm good at being silly. I'm good at making eye contact. I'm very good at that. I'm good at being friendly. Um, I'm good at brushing my hair when it needs to be brushed. I'm good at showering usually after the gym. Um, you know, there's a lot of things I'm good at stopping at stop signs when I notice them. There's a lot of things that I'm good at. Uh, and, and then there's some things I'm not so great at, like every, everyone else. Uh, something I'm not great at turns out not so good at dressing myself. I have a tendency to just wear things I think are pretty, uh, but that don't necessarily need to go together or, um, you know, should be, as I've been told recently, only worn on like a rail thin Asian girl. Uh, apparently that's been my style is to pick out clothes that don't fit my, you know, curvaceous body, curvaceous white chick body type. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I'm not so great at that, but I am good at enlisting friends who are great at that. Uh, in fact, James Hill at stylist James H on Twitter has been uh, helping me out and taking me to the mall and dressing me. Um, and so that's something I'm not good at. Um, another thing I'm not really great at, friends, in in a in a way, is uh, patience. That's the topic we're talking about today. I am. 
in many ways, uh, an impatient person. I am, have a lot of energy and right now I'm drinking coffee and it's midnight, so we'll see how this ends up. But that's because I have, uh, after this, I have to write a short film and uh, do some other stuff. So um, we're having coffee at midnight today. Um, but I'm, I'm not always so the best at patience because I, I sometimes want the reward now, but not in a way that's like I'm not willing. It's not like I'm not willing to invest in something to see a reward later. Like I don't have, I'm not so impatient that I go to the gym once and I'm like, ah, screw it screw it. I don't, I don't look like a fitness model after one workout. I'm not going to ever do this again. Not like that. Like in some ways I'm extremely patient. Like I've been working on my career, which we'll get to in a second for a very long time. And, um, you know, have a lot of, have a high tolerance for, let's say douchebags. I'm like pretty patient usually with people. I'm pretty good at them. Uh, you know, in some ways I'm, I'm very patient, but in some ways I'm just not like, I'm not so, well, I'll get to it. I'm, I'm not so willing to put up with a lot of things, um, you know, I, I, that need time to ruminate. So, so today I want to talk about being patient in three specific ways that I am telling you uh, the ways that I'm going to work on being more patient and why I think it's important. And hopefully you can connect with it in some way. Um, first of all, here are the three ways. I'll start with the three ways that I'm going to work on being patient. I wrote them down. I wrote them down. If you didn't hear me picking up my piece of paper. Also, uh, just want to throw out there, I apologize if, if this is a little fuzzier sounding or if there's uh, some background noise. I have my fan on because uh, thanks to global warming, it's 90 degrees in Los Angeles and I don't, I don't have AC. So I'm leaving the fan on, guys. I'm leaving the fan on. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I, here are the three things that uh, I think are important to be patient with at least on a personal level right now, uh, and, and perhaps you connect with some of these. First of all, I think you need to be patient in the process, like with the process, and I'll explain what I mean with that um, in a moment. I think you need to be patient with others, and uh, you need to be patient with yourself. So let's start with, uh, with the process. Like I mentioned before, in some ways I am super patient with uh, the process. I've been working on you know, making a career out of uh, creativity and out of performance uh, for a while, for years. <laughs> and what that goes along with, what the idea of doing that um, comes hand in hand with is that, you know, I don't make a ton of money for a while. I recognize that there is an investment. Um, I live far away from my family who get to see each other much more often uh, because there's more opportunity in the place that I live to do the thing that I love. I feel more alive in Los Angeles. Um, there's just more connections and, and everything. So, um, you know, in some ways I am patient. In some ways I'm like, all right, well, this is an investment. This will this will pay off. This is fine. Uh, but in some ways I'm not. Like when I lived in Chicago, uh, I went through, <laughs> and this is Part, part of my impatience, I was like, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do everything there is to do in Chicago, and I'm going to do it all at once. So at one time, I was signed up. I was taking classes at the three theaters that you can take improv classes in in Chicago. I was at all three of them at once. I was taking it at Second City in the conservatory. I was at IO, Improv Olympic, and then I was also at the Annoyance Theater, literally all three at once. And when one of them would, you know, one class would be over, I would just kind of wait to the next one. So I was always I was always in at least two at a time. So I kind of graduated. A lot of people were doing that. In fact, when I went to my annoyance class, one kid who was at 
Second City at the same time and at I.O. at the same time as me saw me in the annoyance class. So it's not like it's so atypical to do that. Um, but he- here's why, you know, I-, I think I was frustrated by it. Um, it was because I didn't, I wanted to just check off those boxes so that I could say, like, I did the Second City improv scene and then I could be a better improviser. Like now, like I want to be a better improviser as soon as humanly possible because on top of it, I was also taking like, tons of outside workshops, like just doing, literally pouring every ounce of my energy, which is plentiful, if you know me, uh, every ounce of my energy and so much of my money, so much of my money into these classes because I wanted to get it done. I wanted to say, you know, all right, I've done Second City and now I can perform with them. All right, I've done IO, now I'm on a team and I'm performing with them. And and I want, I just wanted that so quickly. And uh, and as a result, it kind of, I think it, you know, when you become like that, when you become that impatient, it, it overwhelms your um, psyche a little bit. It becomes the only thing you think about. And uh, and that's not super healthy because I was, you know, when I wasn't doing that, I was spending every minute trying to create stuff and make connections and all that to say I, I wasn't super patient in the process and uh, probably didn't you know, get to enjoy it as much as I I could have had I been willing to be like, well, it's going to take a while or maybe I don't have to do all three theaters at once or maybe I can just figure out what I want and, um, you know, work on my side projects and see what play, what theater could supplement that, what skills I want to learn, you know. And on top of it, and this is another thing that I did because of my impatience, I wasn't really willing to jump through all the loops that, um, you know, you have to, to kind of be told that you're allowed to be considered a performer. Uh, you know, you, you need some sort of outside validation. Like I'm on this team, therefore I'm an improviser, or I have this show at, you know, second city and therefore I'm a part of second city's community or I'm can, can be considered an actor. Like I wasn't really willing to do that. And in some ways I think that is a, a strength. Like I, I think in some ways it's important to remember that you know, you don't need outside validation to tell you you are what you say you are. If you are working on it and you, you know, are creating product and, and you are pouring a lot into it, I don't think you need someone to be like, well, you're not an actor because you don't have this. Like, no, you're an actor because you act. Like, you create, you're creative because you're creating. So so that's kind of a strength. But what I did was I, I got impatient with Chicago quickly, um, even though I was doing all the all the uh, stuff and I and I just wasn't satisfied so I immediately started looking for a coast (laughs) to move to not immediately but like pretty pretty quickly in uh into my my stay there and also the winters were rough but that's um that's another point but um you know I started deciding I was going to move and so I didn't have as much like investment really in the places I was taking classes and as a result I didn't finish class um at IO or annoyance because I was kind of nearing the end and I knew I wanted to move and I didn't see the point of paying money to move so I had kind of developed some momentum in the community and then just backed out of it uh out of impatience I was just like nope not wo- not worth it not willing it also could have been out of fear but that's another um topic for another day but I did, I did feel myself being like, oh, I just want to do it. I just want to do it. You know, and I, I created a show because I just wanted to create a show and, um, and, and work, work, work. And again, in some ways that's really good. Like, uh, I'm a better performer because of my impatience, but I don't have, I, I get really frustrated by the amount of time it takes to get something done sometimes because I'm just like, why isn't it already done? Like, why don't I already have a career? 
So what I've tried to tell myself recently is to have like patience in the process. Now that I'm in LA and you know, for the first time in anywhere that I've lived, um, when I moved here, I'm like satisfied by a city. And that is not to say I don't love the cities that I have lived in. Um, I'm just like, this place suits me. There's, it, it satisfies this, you know, overwhelming energy and need to create constantly. This place can satisfy it because there's a lot of weirdos out here who uh, think like I do and a lot of opportunity to work constantly, which has its own backfalls. But again, we're not getting into that. So what I realized is like, you know, you come out here and even if you are going to quote unquote make it, even if you are going to create incredible products, it takes time to do that. It takes time to build a network. It takes time to you, that you have to allow yourself to create something really good. Like, um, I'm working on my web series right now. Uh, it's in post-production, the other client list. I've mentioned it before. And, you know, I started writing it like last summer, maybe early last fall, just kind of toying with the idea, coming up with the concept, sitting there at Mel's Diner and like coming up with all these little concepts myself. I started writing that, you know, a while ago. And when we finished uh, the production element, finished filming and everything, uh, and we gave it to our editor, who's amazing, Ugh, Glenn Montgomery, I love you. Uh, he, he, you know, it's going to take a while. He, he mentioned how many, you know, months it'll probably take in post-production because it's just him. It's amazing that it even is months and not years. Um, and it's funny because I was like, at first I was like, oh my God, that's, that's going to be so long. But then the other part of me was like, for the first time, okay with it because I, I trust the process. I trust the people who are helping me get through this process. And I know that I want the product to be really good. So I'm willing to be patient with it. There's plenty I can do in the meantime. Um, you know, I went through my little like withdrawals of like, oh my God, I don't have something uh, pending and pressing, which I do. Of course I do. I have a thousand other projects. Like I mentioned, I just signed up for a festival or for a competition. I don't even know why um, that I'm writing the script for tonight sometime when I get done rambling with you all. Um, so yeah, I mean, it just, but it can get frustrating. And that's why, that's where my impatience kicks in is I'm like, God, I've been working so, you know, bleeping hard at this, uh, for so long, like and putting so much energy and so much money into wanting into this career. So why hasn't it like hit yet? You know, why is it that people who are not as hardworking or, or not, I shouldn't even say that. Why is it that all the, I've been doing quote unquote everything right and haven't gotten the momentum and, you know, instead of just being like, well, screw it, I guess I'm not good or screw it. I, you know, this is too hard or whatever. You have to cultivate that, cultivate that patience within yourself to be like, I trust, I see small changes, <laughs> you know, even if you're going to make it like a gym metaphor or something like, yeah, you haven't maybe lost a ton of weight. If you're me, you don't uh, necessarily lose weight, but when you do work out more, you see changes in your body. Like, you, you know, you see the way that things fit you a little bit differently, um, week after week. And, and it's a process. It's not an overnight thing. You know, you don't get huge overnight. Um, and you don't get tiny overnight if you're using the gym metaphor, but even with the career metaphor, I was kind of joking with my mom the other day. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm working on all these different things and throwing a crop uh, on the wall. And, uh, and someday I will break and someone will be like, wow, she came, she's an overnight success. <laughs> uh, and, and it'll be like, really? Cause it didn't feel like it. It felt like a decade of work. Um, and, and you know, that's true with anyone. I know 
tons of comedians who have been working on their craft for years who are really good and really funny and you know have yet to have millions of uh, followers on twitter or millions of fans and when they do when they do break then everyone's like wow they're so good they come out of nowhere and they're like really because i've been I've been on the road for, you know, 10 years. Like, I've been working on this for a long time. It's not out of nowhere for me. So all that to say, you know, I think you have to have patience in the process that things take time to change. And, um, you know, you can't just uh, – and people uh, – this is going to be a long podcast, guys, so let's just strap in together for a second. People sometimes, I think, say, have patience with me. Have patience with this podcast. <laughs> oh, my God, you're so hilarious. But – we're in a zone this week, guys, so just just go with me. This is cathartic for, I hope, both of us. Um, I think people sometimes assume, like, when they're going to make the big move, let's say, out to L.A., they'll be like, I'll give it a year or two years, and if I haven't made it by then, then I'm out. I think that is, like, the dumbest thing you can do, and that's why so many people only live here for a year or two years and then go back and talk shit about it, which, you know, if it's not the city for you, please don't stay. That's clogged enough as it is, um, traffic-wise. Uh, I'd rather it be clogged with people who want to be here, but I and recognize how wonderful it can be. But I say that because you know you can't get any momentum. You have to have like patience that something will happen, or that you know there is a process by which you have to create. You kind of have to have, follow the steps, even if you're making them up and making up your own steps. You just have to recognize that every little piece that you're doing falls into a bigger picture and falls into place with that bigger picture and you know it will work out <laughs> and uh sometimes while you're in it you don't see all the things that you know you're accomplishing a couple of years ago in fact this is another this is another process story a couple of years ago I did my my solo show femoir I had a run of it at second city in Chicago which was just like a dream and uh, a friend of mine came and saw it, and he's a friend I knew from Cincinnati. He was on, like, one of the first improv teams I was on. And he came and saw it because he was living in Chicago at the time. And he gave me the nicest compliment afterwards, like, because he enjoyed the show. And this was in, like, 2010, I guess. But he said, your talent has finally caught up with your ambition, <laughs> which maybe that sounds like um, that you could interpret that as if you don't understand it or where he's coming from or what his intention. But I, I was so grateful for that and that was four years ago because I think what it what it meant to me was that you know someone recognized that working at this every day you do get better you really do and um you may not see it but suddenly you're better on stage you've got more confidence and like it exudes from you you know what to do when certain situations arise you're no longer you know scared and, and for me it is like a stage oriented thing because I spend you know most of my time entertaining or at least uh, creating situations in which I can entertain. So that was that was like a really cool thing. And, and so I've had to trust that, you know, sometimes even if the things that I'm creating aren't getting tons and tons of views or hits or, you know, um, audience members or, uh, you know, the, the types of like pinpoints that I want, like, ah, oh, there's no agent from CAA in the audience tonight. <laughs> like, even when that's not happening, I am getting, I'm getting much better, uh, every day whittling away a little bit at that, you know, at that little stick till it gets just sharper and sharper um, so that when I can get in front of, you know, the millions that I want to get in front of, then I'll be better. And I will because I'll have worked on it. And you have to have, you know, just trust that doing all the stuff makes you better. Um, you can just perf perform better. And, it, and it's for anything, you know, it's for 
like why you train in sports. You go out every day and train and run so that when you're running a race, you know, it's it's second nature. Uh, you go out and do, you know, some, some of the mundane tasks of your job so that the day shit hits the fan, you know what to do or you know why it's wrong or you can sense when something's wrong. So all that is the patience and the process. And like I said, this is going to be a little long. I'll try and keep the other ones a little shorter. So the other, the other things that we need to have patience with are, are with others. Um, and this one's pretty, uh, poignant for me right now. I think, uh, you know, we have to have, we have to have compassion for others because we're all made of stars. <laughs> uh, we're, and I don't mean that like in the, in the crazy, well, I guess it sounds crazy no matter how I'm going to explain it, but you know, we, we're all made from the same material. We're all just these, these humans that come from basically the same place. And, um, if we are a product of a big bang explosion, we're all made from the same stuff. So, uh, you know, we all, we, we're, we're connected to each other. So people are just people who want to, you know, love and feel loved and who want happiness and who seek their passion. And, um, I hope they do, or, you know, just want to feel some joy in life and, uh, feel support and comfort and all the good things and to get help through the bad times. I mean, we, we all kind of have the same basic uh, visceral needs. We all need to be fed in order to stay alive. We all need rest, you know, in order to keep our brains happy. And, and even emotionally, like I mentioned, we have all the same needs. So, um, so, you know, when you, you meet people, you have, I feel like, especially if you're coming, if you're having a good day, it's more important for you, <laughs> or if you've cultivated a, a kinder mind or uh, more happiness or whatever, I think it's, it's almost more important for you that you have patience with others because, um, you know, they could be going through something really intense and you don't know about it. And the last thing you want to do is make them feel like poop for that. And also, and this is kind of the more personal note, but a lot of times people have certain ways that they live and they have certain, you know, lifestyles and you can't expect someone to change that overnight, uh, no matter what the external factor, sometimes it does happen. Sometimes people, you know, do change immediately. Uh, but even if they make like an external or like a physical change immediately, it still takes time for it to sink in. And sometimes when they know a change needs to be made, uh, but they haven't done it, you know, it takes time to, to wrap your mind around the fact that that needs to happen. Uh, or if you see, you know, you need to make a change. Like it, when I was living in Chicago, I needed to make a personal change to to move because I, I was feeling myself not be, you know, myself, not as uh, vivacious or happy or, you know, I was just more frustrated a lot. So I knew that, you know, something was up and some change needed to happen, but I didn't know it immediately. Um, but, but, you know, with, with others, it's, I think, the same thing. Like to jump to a conclusion about, why someone has acted in a certain way and to not give them time to, you know, uh, figure it out on their own or to not give them uh, a chance to explain or a chance to uh, be heard, really heard, you know, like actually listening to someone without uh, wanting to jump in or, you know, making assumptions. I think too often we're like listening with an agenda, <laughs> which means we're not actually listening. We're just waiting for our turn to speak. Um, but I think that's important, you know, to have patience with others. I think, you know, you can withdraw too much patience, 
I know uh, I've been in relationships in the past that I was uh, too patient and eventually found myself just like suppressing emotions and in denial about the nature of a relationship because I was just trying to be patient. <laughs> um, you know, I think that it can go way too far, but, but I think it is important and uh, I will do my best to be patient. Cause like I said, I'm not always the most patient person. I, uh, see something wrong and I want it fixed, uh, immediately. I want it like, Oh, why, why did that happen? Make it not happen. I want it to not be happening. And, um, you know, that's not always the easiest thing to ask of people. So, uh, and in any situation, it's just one of those like, eh, oh, you do this thing, stop it. <laughs> you can't just, you can't just be like that. You can be like, all right, well, if you keep, if you keep that up, then I have to change the nature of my relationship with you. Um, and that's not, that could be detrimental. So, uh, you know, keep that in mind as you decide whether or not you want to continue doing that thing. Uh, or whatever, whatever it is, you know, even, even patients like with your, with your parents, um, or with your loved ones, like sometimes they're the ones we take everything out on. And I know that like, I'm super close to my parents and lucky. I have wonderful parents. They're friggin' awesome. There are times when I can be impatient with them. There are times when I know they have my best interests, but I just immediately, you know, react as a person as if they're attacking me or as if they don't get it. I'm a teenager again. I'm just like, guys don't get me. When really they do, they actually like really do. Um, but sometimes they don't, you know, they're having their own stuff. They're working their butts off and they may not have had the best day and, uh, or they may not understand a situation and they're just humans. You know, we have to be patient with them. I hope they're humans. Although my dad and I have like theories about aliens. So it could be that, you know, whatever, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> my dad and I have like an alien theory, but it's nearly now like we're nearing 1am. And like I said, I still have to write this, um, short film. All right. So, so that's the other thing, I guess, to, to be patient with others. So I, this is my promise to you, friends. I will do my best to be patient with you if you are patient with me. Um, as long as we promise to not like lose each other in it, you know, uh, it's good. It's good to not always take everything personally and to figure out how you can communicate with someone that is, you know, doing a specific behavior action that's, uh, that's bothering you. So it's good to, to know why it's bothering you. You know, if you're working with someone and something like, it's just like every time they do something, you're just like mother of God. Um, it's good to figure out why you're like mother of God. So then you can stop putting yourself in that position or you can figure out how to, you know, work around it or for the people you care about, you know, you can, uh, give them a little time when something happens to figure it out instead of just, you know, giving ultimatums or abandoning, uh, them, no matter how maybe, you know, how much you're affected by their actions. I think it's, it's good to give people a little time. And sometimes that might be, you know, it manifests itself differently in every situation. Maybe it means, uh, getting space as well. I don't, I don't know what, you know, every situation is different, but I think you have to, you have to allow yourself a little, a little time because it really does make better. And even, you know, in situations, this is where patience comes in again. Like when you, if you are really hurt by something or really confused or, you know, um, in a, in a bad place with something, uh, do give yourself a little time. And that brings us right to the last one <laughs> to be patient with yourself. Time really does kind of make better. Like it doesn't always immediately heal, but it, 
it can it can give you so much perspective it can calm you down like uh a couple years ago I was having you know something happened and I couldn't sleep and it was 4 a.m um and this was a couple years ago this has again happened recently because you know things happen every once in a while but um I called my daddy and he made this point where he was like Brianna everything feels worse at 4 a.m especially when it just happened like you just need to breathe with me just be okay it'll be okay it's just like you have to have the patience to recognize that you know, this doesn't feel good, but this is not a forever feeling. And he was right. You know, I figured out that particular situation, uh, maybe didn't handle it the best because I then, you know, uh, didn't really fix it and just kind of stayed in it and then got super sad for a few months, but then I got out of it, but then I was, I was lucky and, uh, got a great factor that got me out of it and whatever. So, um, I say that because, you know, as you can tell by the extra long podcast of On Patience, which I do appreciate you listening to, um, you know, I've had to find some patience within myself, like to be patient with myself for the times that I'm fallible, to be patient with myself for the times I don't, you know, perform my best as a human being or as an entertainer, to be patient with myself for the times that I screw up for the the past few days. I haven't been able to, go, something as simple as I haven't been able to go to the gym, which is important to me. It makes me feel um, bad when I don't go because I, because I like physical fitness and I like the way my body looks and I, you know, I get self-conscious a little bit when I, when I'm not doing that, but I have to be patient with myself because I, I, you know, there've been a lot of external factors that have just made it impossible for me time-wise to get there and, uh, to even have clothing available to it because I haven't had time to do, didn't have time. I did it tonight to do laundry, like little, little stuff like that, you know, um, can't be just mad at myself. Like you didn't go to the gym. It's like, well, let's look at the factors. Like, you bit, you bit off a little more than you can chew uh, for the next six weeks or so. So, um, just like get, get through it. And when, you know, personal stuff hits, like it's okay to be, it's okay to be sad. Like it's okay. You know, the other day I was having like a, a tough day, uh, and I, I didn't like the feeling cause no one likes the feeling of being sad, but I was just like real down and, you know, I didn't feel like myself. And, and I thought like, God, is this going to be forever? <laughs> because that's the way I always am. If I can't sleep at night too, when I was younger, I used to just like flop around like, Oh, someone come take care of me. Um, cause I was impatient about being able to sleep, but I wanted other people to be awake. I didn't want to be the only one awake. Um, but I say all that because I was like down and I, I just remember like, you know, feeling bad and, and being like, God, I don't, I don't want to feel like this, but I don't know how to fix it. Like there's no, there's really nothing in this moment that can be done to fix it. I wonder if I'll ever get back to the bubbly Brianna. I know it sounds melodramatic, but that's what I was thinking. And I think sometimes when we get low, we can think those thoughts of like, I don't want this to be forever, but this feels so intense that I feel like it could be a forever feeling. Um, and I was like, I don't, you know, I don't want that to go away. I don't want the like vivacious bubbly Brianna to, to go away as a result of, you know, some sadness. And then I thought, Brianna, it's just a, like, it's just a feeling and it's a phase. And no matter what the outcome of the result of these feelings and, um, you know, no matter what the outcome of the, the impetus for the, for this, um, it does, it will get better. It does get better. You know, uh, I've been sad before. I'll be sad again. Uh, I've been uh, delightful before. I'll be delightful again. And just to be patient with myself as you work through that, like I was, not able to sleep again um the other day uh, this is a rare thing i'm only mentioning it it's it only happens once in a while guys i'm fine don't i'm, I'm fine um but 
when I wasn't able to sleep again, I was so frustrated because I don't like not being able to sleep one because I have way too much on my plate to not be able to sleep this week. I have way too much to do, um, to be losing sleep over dumb stuff. But, um, but I was so mad at myself. I was so frustrated because I was like, just, okay, I get it. We're sad. Just fucking sleep. Why can't we just sleep? Um, you know, and I'm like flopping around and no one, no one's there to fix it. <laughs> like when I was a kid, people were there to fix it. Now there's only my upstairs peg leg pirate neighbor who hears me, um, and bangs when she's mad, which is all the time. She bangs, she bangs. That's a Ricky Martin reference. You're welcome. Um, but anyway, I, I just was like, I, I had to be patient with myself and be like, you know what? Some nights we don't, some nights because of some things we don't sleep well. Brianna, it's fine. Like stop freaking out about it. You will have well-slept nights in the future. Like, it will be better. It's okay. So, you know, and even with my own career and stuff, like, uh, to have patience in the process, to have patience with myself that, like, I'm in writing lab right now for Groundlings. Sometimes the stuff I'm writing is is pretty good and hits, and sometimes it's bad. Uh, It's the same for stand-up, you know. I'm like, I'll go up thinking I just have a new five minutes of great stuff, and it just bombs. It's terrible. I'll go up with stuff, material that I know will work. And it will bomb and it'll be terrible. And I just have to have patience that like, I'm not a bad person. They're not bad people who didn't let the people who are staring at me with crickets sounds coming out of their um, ears. Because I don't know if you know that, but some audiences actually bring crickets to have a cricket sound when you bomb. Um, They're not bad people. It's just this is part of the process. This is part of the process is that we, you know, you have good nights and bad nights and you enjoy them you know, kind of, you have to enjoy them the same way. <laughs> um, the good nights, you're like, yeah, this is awesome. Um, even if I screwed up that one joke, you know, I got lots of laughs and the bad nights, you're like, all right, well, this isn't my everything. They don't, you know, I'm not a bad person. I'm not, even if I screwed up, you know, every bit of my set, I forgot stuff. Like you just can't get mad at yourself for that. You can't be like, well, I'm, it's cause I'm a terrible person. Sometimes I'm too, I'm an asshole. I can be an asshole. I can be impatient with people. And uh, as silly as it sounds, when you're impatient, you have to have patience with your impatience. Now we're getting way too meta, and that's probably the sign that we should end this podcast. So I'll take it as a sign that we should end this. But um, but you know what I mean? Like you, you're short with people. I can be short. I can I can be abrasive. I can be uh, a little too direct, if you will, um, with how I'm, how I feel or what I expect, and uh, and I don't always mean it the way it comes out. And uh, I don't always like the person I become when I'm being overly abrasive. Um, but you just have to have patience with yourself in that. So, all right, this is like the longest solo podcast there's been. But I don't know, it felt cathartic for me. I hope hope you identify with it. I hope there's something within this that, you know, you, um, you take from it. Let me know. Like, let me know what you think. I know uh, I've been so delighted that some of my friends have been listening and texting me about this stuff. Thank you for doing that. Uh, it's been very delightful. And it just means the world. I have, like, the best friends. I have just the bestest friends um, ever. I mean, you talk about patience and the process. Like, I'm, I'm so lucky because, like, the people that I've met in Los Angeles uh, while, you know, embarking on this journey and process have been some of the coolest people ever. And even in Chicago, I met the coolest people ever, you know. All right, but that's, for, that's a podcast for another day. This is long enough. I love you for listening. Thank you very much, friends. And I will catch you next time. Bye. Okay, we're done.
see how I got impatient there. You like that? 